Much of our world is about that fairy tale ending. And while that's cute and all, real love is way more complicated. Yes, it's imperfect, but beautiful, and worth more than some fairy tale. This is the Project Real Love Podcast, where myths are dispelled and you are equipped to find that imperfect but perfect love. Here's your host, Pink Girl Teaches. Welcome to the Project Real Love Podcast. I'm your host, Pink Girl Teaches, and this is Season 2, Episode 2. I want to thank you for coming back and joining me on this journey and you know like everybody everywhere in the world I am no different and we are in the middle of COVID-19 and you know I had all my topics everything that I wanted to discuss for this current season of the podcast already figured out but it just didn't seem right um to continue with that flow because you know as we are experiencing this global pandemic we've been forced to shift our flow or we are all forced to change our flow and the way we are doing things and I figured that you know it should be no different for the podcast you know sometimes life does throw us curveballs and boy is this one hell of a curveball but We are all being forced, like I say, to change our flow. And sometimes, you know, it's difficult when we have to do things on the fly without really knowing what lies ahead of us. But I want to encourage you and remind you that, yes, it's okay to change our flow so that a new flow can emerge. So even in the midst of everything that is going on and you may be feeling, um, you know, you may be feeling anxious or even desperate, scared, concerned, all your feelings are valid and you should allow yourself to experience your emotions. Don't allow anybody to gaslight you or diminish what you are feeling, but be okay and take time to really feel what you are going through because this is something new. And rather than just ignore it or bottle up your emotions, it's okay to express yourself and it's healthy for you to do that. But don't stop. Just continue to move forward. You know, don't allow your emotions to overwhelm you. And, you know, there are resources out there that you can seek help, whether it's therapy, counseling, um, whether you're going to a, a, a clinical professional or even a pastor, um, somebody, um, a pastor, a coach, whomever. But get the help that you need if you feel like you are being overwhelmed. And so for today's episode of the podcast, I did want to, I did want to carry on a discussion that I started last, a few days ago, actually. And as you can see from the title of the show, it's simply called Quarantined with a Narcissist or Surviving Quarantine with a Narcissist. Now, we know that narcissism is about power and control, and this is what the narcissist will try to do to you during this period. Um... You have to remember that this is not just for people who are actually diagnosed with narcissist personality disorder, but it's also for those who are who demonstrate high narcissistic traits. There's a difference between the two, but 
this is going it's going to be important for you to set a goal so that you know what you are working towards like listen at no point in time is the narcissist going to slow down in the midst of this pandemic we know that the narcissist enjoys they thrive on manufactured drama they are always creating drama that's why their lives are so chaotic and just a whirlwind of a cycle and so what the narcissist is going to be doing now is hoovering old supply they're going to be hoovering you and several other people because narcissists let's face it tend to date more or be in relationships with more than one person that's why when the discard comes and the truth is revealed you're like wait what how did this happen to me? You're just like, whoa, you know, it's overwhelming, but be very careful because this is the time that they are going to hover you. And it's easy for you because anxiety is so high because you want that something that is familiar or what is comfortable. So it's easy for you to fall for a fake apology or a weak epiphany. Like, listen, if you've, if you've initiated no contact, now is definitely not the time for you to break your no contact because anytime the narcissist does come back into your life, rest assured that it has nothing to do with the with um, furthering you or edifying your life at all. It is all about what narcissistic supply they can derive from you. So honor yourself. Let it go. Don't even focus on it on them. You are. You're probably getting random phone calls, them just playing with your emotions, but you don't allow the fear of the unknown. Don't allow the fear of the pandemic to drive you to fall back into what may appear to be comfortable, but you already know is toxic. You deserve something more than this. And one thing about the narcissist really is they don't have the capacity to communicate their needs and that is exactly why they manipulate everyone and everything around them. That's why they will go ahead and create all of that narcissistic, um, or oh, sorry, all of that manufactured drama. So here's the thing. If you're now in a relationship with a narcissist and you're in the house with them, you may be experiencing a lot of projecting where they're, um, where they're really just putting how they're feeling onto you. They may be gaslighting you and they're definitely triangulating you with past and even new lovers or love interests. And so being in the home with a narcissist at this time can really feel like being in a pressure cooker. And this is why you need to figure out what your goal is for this season in life, because you have to have a steady goal that you can always look back at. This is your why. This is your COVID-19 vision statement that says that I'm going to get out of this thing safe. I'm going to get out of this thing safe. I'm going to get out of this thing in my right mind with all my sense and my and my faculties. Okay, I'm going to get out of this COVID-19 with a game plan to walk away from this and never again encounter a relationship with a narcissist. My senses are going to be so heightened that I will never 
be in another toxic relationship. Like you have to have your game plan and you've got to hold on to it and make that your primary focus. Now, many of you are in relationships with narcissists right now. You may be married to them, just living with them. You may or may not have children with them. And if you have children with them, your why should be that much more important because your children are exposed to the toxic behaviors of a narcissist. They are trying to even get power and control of your children. They will use your children as flying monkeys too. So hold on to your why. Now in this episode, I really have three main points that I want to drive home to you. And that is simply going to be detach, disengage, and decisions. The three D's, right? So you are going to have to emotionally detach from the narcissist. Now you may not have the time to take um, a full stock of how you ended up in the relationship with the narcissist, but it is important that you make time to figure that out. Like, why did I allow this to happen to me? Why was I so comfortable abandoning myself? so that I could serve this person because that's what it is. You know, the narcissist wants all your time, attention, affection, and adoration. That is a full-time job. Sometimes you even go into overtime if we're going to tell the truth. So in the beginning, a relationship with a narcissist is so intoxicating because there's usually an exchange of energy. A lot of times when you find yourself in a relationship with them, it's because you have a lack of of boundaries and also that you more than likely are a people pleaser and so there's that exchange they you want to people please because that validates you and they want that outside validation from you and so here we have that exchange but it's toxic and over time it can be emotionally draining so being in the home with a narcissist has you walking on eggshells and it feels like, you know, you're on the edge all the time, but you have to detach so that you can stay grounded and not lose yourself. It's important that you focus on your goals. It's important that you focus on your why so that you can eliminate the pressure. You have to disengage. You have to be willing to disengage so that you can neutralize any chaos before it bubbles go back to the analogy of a pressure cooker, like it could be boiling over, but you were ready to just explode, but you have to be willing to step back and disengage. You don't want to feed into this hungry bear or into this hungry lion. Um, Just don't feed into it because the narcissist at the end of the day wants a reaction from you and a reaction from um, that a narcissist could be seeking could either be positive or negative it does not matter because guess what it gives them that attention that they're looking for and that attention again could be positive or negative that's why they can prod and prod and prod and you could ignore them until they finally hit the right button and you explode and then it's like yeah I got you you know so positive or negative it really doesn't matter the narcissist is just after your attention so don't feed into it fall back on your why So you have to, even if they start stonewalling you, just don't engage in decisions, right? The third D, never call the narcissist like a narcissist or, you know, call them out on who they are or what they're doing, because let's go back to your goals. And one of your primary goals should be, you want to have a peaceful home. Listen, we're in quarantine right now. And, you know, as of today, I've been hearing that some states are going to be shut down until the 14th 
of May. So that's a long time to be in the house with somebody like this because, listen, there is a whole beast of a virus going on outside there and there is no cure. And it's it's so overwhelming how many people are being affected by it, how many lives are being lost and how many people's reality is forever changed. And so you have to stay in the house. You have to do your part. Now, I know we can go to the grocery store and do some shopping and that kind of thing. But it's not like you can escape forever. It's not like, you know, unless you're an essential worker or they're an essential worker, it's not like, you know, you have lots of time away from each other. You've got to be wise and you've got to hold on to your why. You have got to focus on your goals so that you can come out of this quarantine period as healthy as possible. Because really, at the end of the day, what they are doing is inflicting emotional and psychological abuse on you. Now, we know that some of these narcissists have a tendency to be violent. And so, you know, if they are going to be violent or if you are experiencing domestic violence, I encourage you to seek out your resources to find the domestic violence hotline number and I will include it in the show notes and get the help that you need. Speak to somebody, find out if there is a safe house that you can go to, reach out to your support system and see if there is any way that you can get some help away from the narcissist where you can safely quarantine yourself and any possible children that you have. So, it's important, like, you know, you make decisions not to engage the narcissist because when we do call them out on who they are, it actually threatens their, um, their false sense of self. And that's poking a bear. And, you know, just do your best to put as much as much emotional as well as physical distance between the two of you, whether you're able to get into a separate room or take some time out to journal or just focus on your so, um on your support system. So it's not going to be very easy all the time. You know, you will feel like, you know what? I'm playing into myself like girl, but I can't do this. Or even boy, because like, listen, there are some women who are narcissists. There are some women who are just toxic, like nothing, like to no end. So this is for both men and women. And so you may find yourself, um, you know, having, to to play into the narcissist but again listen this is about your survival it's about the survival of your children during a very difficult global period so you may you know sometimes what they will do is you know they may attack you or they may just decide to you know follow you around the house and just try to get a reaction from you or just do everything that they want or they can possibly do to start an argument with you like let's say for instance they'd be like oh you know what joy you like fat and you know your response i mean ordinarily i'd be like say what but like your response could be something like you know what i know i've been letting myself go and i need to do better than i've been doing so what you've done is totally disarmed the narcissist. You have taken away the narcissist's power because where do they go from there? They were expecting you to be, get emotional and start screaming in their face and trying to defend your position and this and that, but you didn't do that. And there's nowhere they can go beyond this now because you shut it down. And so 
you won. But it's not for you to go rub it in their face. And, you know, look sincere when you say this, because when there's hints of sarcasm, they'll be able to read into what you're doing. So just be as composed as you possibly can and keep calm. Don't allow yourself to get into a screaming match with them because you'll never win. And it's your mental health that is at stake. Um, you see, they're really control freaks and you are denying them control of your emotions and your mental space at that time. So another thing that you might do during this period to preserve your mental health as well as keep you sane is throw compliments at them because it's like it's like an it gives them an amnesia um, because they want that adoration, right? So just compliment them when you can to just kind of keep them off your back or trying to keep them from trying to get those reactions from you. But you also got to know what season you're in with them because sometimes they just out there or, you know, they may be trying to triangulate you with their new love interests or, you know, with X recycling. This is not the time for you to argue. This is not the time for you to argue. This is when you can now begin to practice like self-care. Um, and now your self-care is going to be very important. Make sure that you are eating well and even encourage them, even if they're doing the most, encourage them to eat well, take your supplements, take a walk where you can. And if you're able to go work out, you'll do something in your backyard, jump rope, whatever, do something to keep yourself busy and active as well as get your mind off of this. Like when you do do some type of working out, it gets your endorphins, um, moving, pumping, flowing, and that just has an overall feel-good emotion for you. And, you know, it promotes peace in your body. So we're always going to choose what is going to eliminate stress. And it will feel like you are sacrificing your ego for them. But, you know, so like I said, sometimes you'll do things like agree with them. And that's simply because you you want to win overall so don't poke this bear and um you know again focus on your overall goal um yeah i mean even when i when i had to when i had to employ some of these tactics and when i do tell them to some of my coaching clients it you know initially there's always a lot of like uh, i can't you really you tried it with that but like the truth is the truth this is this works i know it works and i also know that it feels crazy doing it but i want you to be able to you know be solid when you come out of this another one thing that you can do is create routines morning noon and night this will take your mind it will take your mind off what's going on around you and you can take time to reach out to people, reach out to your best friends, reach out to people whom you have not spoken to or to your strong friends who you don't see posting as much on social media because you never know where people are mentally or emotionally. And it's also therapeutic for you to talk, whether even if you're not talking about what you're presently experiencing, it's just good to get stuff off your chest or just to be able to listen and share, you know. Another thing that you could do as part of your routine is spend time praying, spend time reading your Bible 
or journaling. Um, the point, the point of this is not to become psychologically lazy. You want to continue to challenge yourself and push yourself so that you'll, you don't have time to just dwell on what's going on in this home around you, but you want to be able to continue to evolve through it all. Take naps if you have to, and even encourage the narc to take some naps because guess what? If they're napping, you have some time of peace and you can enjoy yourself and have some, you know, just some some you time, some downtime. If you can, go soak in the tub and just, you know, listen to some music or just try to relax. But, you know, and also, like I say, encourage them to do those things because it validates them. And that's something that they are not able to do. Narcissists are unable to self-validate themselves so or to validate themselves, should I say. And so, you know, that's another thing is that just keep yourself busy and focus on positive things because guess what? What we think, we believe, and we become. And so just focus on the positive and, you know, meditate on it and just make that part of your ultimate goal and your ultimate focus. Listen, this is going to allow you to have a sense of calmness on the inside of you that radiates in every sphere of your life as you go about your day, about your day-to-day living with them. Now, if you're an empath, I know that this can be a very draining time on for you. And also, it's very overwhelming for codependents alike. And so I encourage you to take up a new hobby that will help you take the focus off what's going on around you in your home and in the world at large, and it will occupy your time. Um, One thing that I've been doing with my children is teaching them a new language. Like I I speak, I speak several languages. And so now I'm taking time to teach my children how to speak German. It's very interesting because my kids are 16 and 13. And so, yeah, maybe I should have started when they were younger, but here we are and I'm doing it now. And, you know, it's, it's allowing us to grow and get to know each other more and bond as a family. So even when you are, like I said to you, when you are making suggestions to the narcissist or encouraging the, even them to get a new hobby, because guess what? You want them to occupy their time. You want to feed into that false sense that they have. You want to um, validate them. Just don't be sarcastic. Try to have as normal delivery speech as possible. And again, I just want to say it again, because I can never say this enough. Make sure like if they are the violent type, please get help. Find, see if you can find a safe alternative for you and your children. So your primary goal, like I have been saying throughout this show is peace. Focus on your goal, even when you have to swallow your pride, because guess what? Now is not the season for you to be prideful. Now is not the time to want to win. This is where your ego has to take a back seat. And this is a lot of work, but it's also about self-discipline. It's also about being able to operate in your own boundaries and recognizing that there is a bigger plan or a bigger picture here at large because where can you go you're so limited and you know there's not a lot of places you can go there's no time there's 
there's no time frame on this. So just think about that, you know, before you get into a screaming match, because you know that they can hold grudges. They can and they do hold grudges for a long time. And with narcissists, they lack object constancy. That means that they see things either as black or white. So if they pissed off at you, then they think there's nothing good about you. Now, as a normal, healthy, functioning person, we can get pissed off at somebody. We can even dislike them, but we'll still be able to see that there's so many good qualities about them. And, you know, so that's we're able to coexist like that but as a narcissist but a narcissist it's either black or white they either like you or they dislike you with a lot of passion so just think about these things you know and hold on to that it's not easy but just meditate on it and meditate on something good something positive and you know this is where again you have to detach your emotions for that and it's a form of self-love because um you know, you're just choosing not to respond to triggers. You're choosing not to respond to stressful environments. And, you know, one thing about, one thing about life is, is we all experience pain. Pain is a part of life and it does not, it's just like this beast. It's not a respecter of person. It doesn't matter what your geographical location is it doesn't matter what your sex is it doesn't matter what your sexual preference is it does not matter what your race is your or your country of origination none of those matter your socioeconomic status none of it matters we all experience pain and the one thing about pain is that when it does get us so good it forces us to make change. And so if you are in this situation with this narcissist and you are now feeling trapped, isolated, you are feeling like you're at the end of your rope, I encourage you to slow down, to reevaluate your goals for this season, for this moment during COVID-19. I encourage you to reevaluate your goals and set a goal that you are going to survive this you can survive it, but it's going to take putting your pride and your ego down. It's going to take, it's going to mean taking more, a seat and taking one for the team. The team is you. The team is your future self. The team is for your children. The team is for who you are becoming, you know, journal, write a letter to your future self and just express in that letter everything that you want, want to become and everything that you are doing to become that new version of yourself. Write a letter to your old self and apologize for the choices that you've made and free yourself of that. Try to, you know, there's something so special about unsent, about writing these unsent letters or letters to ourselves because what we do when we tap into that subconscious and begin to write freely and just you know, like I say, tap into that subconscious, we begin to see what's really going on on the inside of us. And so that's what we want to do because it's not an accident that you ended up with a narcissist. It's not an accident that you ended up with a psychopath. And it's not an accident that you ended up with a sociopath. There are certain things within us that are, that attract them to us. And it's it's important that you do that work so that you can find out what it is, whether you are an empath or a codependent. And there's nothing wrong with being a codependent. You know, it's shunned on a lot. 
by many people, but really it's just a self-love deficit. And usually that comes out of some type of emotional trauma that we experience in our lives, whether it's in childhood or through a series of events, but you can heal from it. And so you don't have to continue repeating this cycle because if you've had an encounter with one narcissist and you don't do the work to heal and make better decisions or even be aware of what's happening, there's a very strong possibility that you are going to encourage this or encounter this type of relationship or this type of person again. But I just wanted to come on here today and encourage those that are locked up or in quarantine with a narcissist. And I hope some of these tools or some of these tips that I shared with you can help you, can help you begin the process of healing it can help you begin to figure out some things as well as just give you some type of a game plan even journal your exit strategy or begin to try to find ways how to create additional income or whatever you know you don't even if you you don't have to feel the pressure to do those things because just surviving now and i mean like just being able to take a breath and say wow this is what's up okay at least I made my bed and I took care of the kids today. And if that's what you're able to do, then that's fine. But again, wake up and try to do something more tomorrow. But, you know, I understand what it's like because I've been there myself before. But I'm proof that you can have a full life after a relationship with a narcissist. Now, listen, if you have not already subscribed to my YouTube channel, which is focused on nothing but narcissism and overcoming narcissist abuse, go on over and, and subscribe to the channel. Listen to watch some of the videos, should I say. It's um, Project Real Love. And it's dedicated to nothing but overcoming narcissist abuse. So I want to thank you for joining me on this episode. Please do take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Stay home if you can. And stay home as much as you can. And if you are an essential worker, thank you so very much for the work that you do. I appreciate you so much. And you are loved. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Project Real Love Podcast. If you like what you heard, hit subscribe and share it with a friend. Connect with the host on social media at Pink Girl Teaches. Until next time, remember, this is about real love between real people.